Welcome to the Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacic, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of therandyreport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. In this special holiday edition of The Randy Report, I am thrilled to be joined by author and lifestyle expert, Candy Fox. Say hello, Candy. Hello, Candy. Ah, do you love that voice? I do. <laughs> As many people may know, before I had this podcast, for several years, I was one half of the team of The Candy and Randy Show, where Candy and I enjoyed a lot of fun for several years on Blog Talk Radio twice a week, bringing online radio chat, politics, opinions, authors, interviews, entertainment, and just a whole lot of chat, 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 chat. And one of our favorite episodes every single year, Candy came up with the idea of doing a special holidays tips edition because everybody likes new ideas at the holidays. They like fresh ideas. They like frugal ideas. Who doesn't like saving money? Maybe a new way to look at the holidays. And so we would do this annual roundup of ideas, tips, and holiday music. My favorite, actually... Okay, maybe that and when Johnny Osmond said my name. <laughs> Actually, I think our first holiday special, Donny Osmond was one of our, our special guests. And yes, he did say Candy Fox's name. <laughs> so that makes life better, you know. <laughs> it does. You know, along the way, we had just huge stars call into the show. We had Olivia Newton-John. We had Vanessa Williams. We had Donny Osmond. We had Elaine Page. We had Norm Lewis of Broadway fame. Uh, we yes. Sp we spoke to Judith Light. We, we talked to a lot of fabulous people along the way. We really did. Just, you actually gave me a brand new appreciation of Broadway when we had some of these amazing people on. And, of course, uh I still get to talk all the time to Gerald. Gerald, Archie yes. Gerald McCullough. with Archie McCullough. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Occasionally I type that on his page in a response. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Gerald with the hard G. <laughs> Let's get started with the tips and the how-tos and the ways to save money. But I always like to start with music because I love holiday music. If you follow the Randy Report, and why wouldn't you, you know that holiday music is a big deal to me. Now, back in the day, we used to just play anything on the Candy and Randy show, but since then, I've learned a little bit about licensing. So I'm going to play, since this is the Randy Report, and I love supporting out LGBT musicians, I want to make sure that all of the music we play tonight will be by out artists. And we're going to start with one of my favorites. She's a huge award-winning singer-songwriter, big, big awards in the cabaret world, Anne Hampton Calloway. And you may know her from singing and writing the theme to the 90s hit sitcom, The Nanny. What I would like to do is play her take on the classic Jingle Bells. So let's take a listen to Anne Hampton Calloway, and then we will be back with all the kinds of tips you can use at the holidays. Here we go. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all 
you and Hampton Calloway. But let's get to the tips. Candy, let's start with decorating ideas, if you don't mind. Let's set the scene, because everybody often feels like pressure to kind of put on a huge display in their house, maybe outside, inside, the tree, the stuff. What do you think? Yeah, I think that sometimes the decorations at Christmas time even overshadow the food. Randy and I actually both have this tip, but since he let me go first, I'm going to steal it from him. <laughs> the dollar store. Ah, the dollar store is your friend. What I'm at, and, and where I'm at right now, by the way, kids, Pinterest. Pinterest is, I don't know, the best things in sliced bread because I used to have to keep all these in little separate folders on my toolbar, and they would always get eaten. But all these ideas with Pinterest. So I'm looking at this amazing, what looks like probably a fishbowl from the dollar store mm -hmm. with sparkly Christmas tree ornaments in them. And how easy is that? Like and the, the big tubs that you get, you could probably fill four, two, three, four of those. Right. Because, you know, one of the things like we, we've, Michael and I have accumulated all of these tons of Christmas ornaments and everything. And when we start to decorate the house some years, we start to pull some things out and then we pull everything out. And suddenly we realize, oh my God, this is a lot of stuff. This is a lot of pressure. Can I open a bottle of wine? <laughs> because it's just a lot. But we get to make the rules every year. And sometimes just because you have something doesn't mean you have to put it out. So if you want, I think people need to know that they can give themselves permission. If you want to scale back and not do everything, maybe focus on the front door, the tree, and maybe one other focal point. You don't have to do tons of stuff out there. And like you mentioned, the dollar store, which is your easy resource for yes. getting things, you can get 
pine cones, you can get pine scented oil, you can get spray paint, gold or silver spray paint. Get some nature things, get some some tree limbs or some acorns and, and uh, pine cones. Thank you, pine cones. And spray paint them and get those glass bowls. Or if you get sent flowers all the time, you know how, how you always have these vases, vases? Yes. Vazizis. Whatever is plural of vases, <laughs> um, but you can you can take those. They're sitting up on the top shelf in your kitchen or in your pantry, probably. Spray paint some pine cones, put some pine oil on those, and put those out, and you've got some holiday cheer. Don't kill yourself, kids. I agree. I think that uh, you can actually make it look fabulous by doing just a few things. You don't have to spend hundreds of dollars and hours of time. You know, do do a few simple things. One of the things you should do. Right as canning season starts, for those people that don't know what that is, end of summer, beginning of fall, go and get the mason jars that are on sale. Walmart, almost every place has them and they're on sale. So they're probably about $5 a box cheaper during canning season than they are the rest of the year. But you can do all kinds of things with that. You can mix your cocktails in it and pour it later. You can make uh, decorations centerpieces with you know different kinds of things you can use berries and like rosemary slice of orange whatever anything in this glass jar fill it full of water put a floating tea light in it oh and you mentioned one of my favorite things tea lights so big bag of tea lights for just a few dollars uh, at target or at the dollar store candles 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 everywhere if you don't want to put yes. a whole lot of stuff out i know you're big on candlelight Candles everywhere. You can get tea lights, put them all over. If you have people over, don't worry about decorating the entire house, but bring the lights down and have the light, the candles up. And it sets the mood. It's a whole lot more fun. It's, it's very atmospheric. It's very romantic. We like the romantical things. So don't forget to candles, candles everywhere. Right. And if you're in a big hurry and you're worried about like leaving the candles and you're in a dash somewhere and you want your house to smell really festive, I have a small crock pot ah. uh, filled full of mostly water. I put an older orange that needed to go. I sliced that all up and then I put clove and cinnamon sticks into the water and it's on low and the whole house smells fantastic. And if I forgot and left it for five, six, seven hours or whatever, it would be no big deal because the water just evaporates. Absolutely. And it's safe. You're not going to like yes. set the house on fire. Correct. You know, another thing that's very easy to do, like for instance, if you want to have artwork, how about holiday artwork? But you don't want to spend money. You don't want to go buy some big painting about Christmas or something. I read somewhere this tip and I thought this was so smart. Take your everyday frames that you might have somewhere, take your pictures out and insert wrapping paper that you might have had from last year. This is a really cheap and easy way to decorate. And then that's so you, awesome. you basically have like framed artwork, the, the the paper. Okay, so that's that's frugal, it's easy, and it's a little bit of Christmas sitting on the shelf. And I think that sounds so easy to do even formerly blonde, I, I could do that. never thought of that. I love it. It was a, a new tip for me. I thought, well, that's a great idea. And, you know, you always have like that little piece of, of wrapping paper you can't do anything with anyway. Right. And you hate to throw it away because you feel you bad. Exactly. So put it in a frame. There you go. A little bit of holiday. And speaking of wrapping paper, one of my favorite things to do, and I call this the Martha Stewart wrap without breaking the budget, Go to your dollar store again, and the, in the tissue paper section, 
they have all the different colored tissue papers that people, you know, use to put in packing and those kinds of things. But if you take the gold or the silver, sometimes they'll have the Christmas, they'll have like holly leaves and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. On it. Wrap that in the package. Um, I usually use white underneath it, like the really cheap, like a 1000 for 10 bucks or something like that. Absolutely. And then you put the, and then you can use either the Dollar Tree ribbon stuff you got on sale last year or, you know, the wire twine that they put around the trees. It has like bells and stars. Oh, right. That makes really great ribbon and bow for your packages. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's simple and easy. And if you put those things under the tree, then it all kind of matches anyway. So you've got this great look going on under the tree. Right. And it can match the whole house again. You know, um, I think another thing that I see a lot is color schemes. Ah. Like for the Christmas tree, you do it all in ivory or what about gold and ivory or if you wanted to do Victorian, you could do the golden ivory with a little rose. You know, that's a great idea because I personally like, and it's easier to mix and match, if you kind of go with maybe a monochrome display, if you go for like all red on your tree perhaps or all gold, it's so much easier to match things. But if you go monochrome, you can do like all red, all gold, all white. You can buy new things every year. They're always going to match. You don't have to worry about, "Mm, well, I really like this one special thing, but it doesn't really go, so I'll put it in the back. (laughs) Right. And then I can show grandma I still have it. My grandmother always had, and I don't remember what color the tree were because these, she had these red cardinals that sat in the tree, and the the rest of it was kind of minimalist but beautiful. But I couldn't tell you what other decorations were on the tree because it was always the red cardinals that had drew attention. my attention. Yeah, you know, I think my father had those same red cardinals. I remember the it had feather like real feathers, like it was a red cardinal thing. It really was. Oh, that, oh, my God, you just took me back. And then my other grandmother had those bubble lights. Oh, I love the, the, the bubble lights. The liquid ones were the yes. bubble ones. Yeah, okay, so apparently that some Christmas stores this time of year will get them in so you can buy them. So I know that the on the way to the Smoky Mountains, there's like a Christmas shop there, and they have them. But I'm pretty sure you probably find them at Amazon because Amazon sells everything except for babies. <laughs> Amazon is everything right now. Pretty much it is. It is. Did you have any other decorating tips? Because I was going to move to Christmas cards, maybe. I am ready. Let's do Christmas cards. One thing about Christmas cards I want to say. Always remember, if you're the kind of person that sends Christmas cards, I know Candy's with me on this and we all know it, but remember it. Go buy them the day after Christmas. You can get the really nice, expensive Christmas cards last year. And since we can't go back in time, this year, the day after Christmas, if you want to save money on anything, go shopping for Christmas cards or Christmas decorations. If you have your eye on one of those really expensive Christmas decorations or Christmas cards, go the day after. But that aside, if you want to send Christmas cards, this is the this is the year 2017. And so the one thing I have to say, everybody is doing everything on the internet, including Christmas cards. But I don't want you to spend money. Isn't it nice? It's so easy. Like you get an email and boom, hey, someone said Merry Christmas. And I found three and there are more, but I just wanted to share with people. There are e-card companies that let you send holiday e-cards for free. So you can do this for free. They're pretty. And you know, there's bluemountain.com. The URL is bluemountain.com slash ecards slash Christmas. 
free. There's Paperless Post. Go to paperlesspost.com and then look for the Christmas cards. And one more, crosscards.com. And if you go down into their navigation, you'll find holidays and Christmas. So that's just three. I know that there are more. But if you don't feel like spending money on Christmas cards, some of these are really, really beautiful um, Christmas cards. And who doesn't like opening your email and actually getting something pretty and nice saying, I wish you really nice things? You can also download this free program called GIMP. It does take a little time to learn how to do, but you can make your own Christmas cards if you wanted to as well. Oh, sweet. Awesome. So let's move on to party and entertaining ideas because this is where a lot of work actually happens. You've decorated your house. You've sent your Christmas cards. Maybe you've sent out some invitations to a party. You want to have people over, but now it's going to be so overwhelming because you have so much to do and there's going to be so much food, right? No, not necessarily. So let's talk about entertaining at home and food. Let me touch on the food because I love to cook. I am the queen of making things, using things that are half ready. For example, cake mixes and desserts. I just donated 12 desserts to an American Legion. And the only reason I'm talking about this is, is wow factor wise. And they were able to raise around $200 from my cakes. So I make this one thing that I call crack bars, and, and the reason why I call them that is because when you have one, you have to have the rest of the pan. <laughs> it, it, it's really simple. It's like a cake mix and butter. You mix it together. You put butterscotch chips, chocolate chips, coconuts, pecans, and a can of condensed milk. Throw it in the oven for 20 minutes, and you have crack. And it's that easy? Really? It, it's that easy. And okay, so with brownies, and I, obviously I won't go over all the recipes, but I make these double chocolate brownies. It's the cheapest brownie mix you can find, a jar of maraschino cherries. Add in the, the maraschino juice will be what replaces the liquid. And then you just chop up the cherries, throw that in there. It's, it, it's just amazing. And you follow the recipe the rest of the way. But there you go. I to bake it a little longer. They're always a little gooey in the middle, but they're always the first pan at the table that's gone. <laughs> gone. But there's dozens of those cake mix ideas. You can make cake mix cookies, too. You just leave the water out of your cake batter and throw in anything you want. Now, here's, here's the thing. You're having people over. Do you think it's easier... Now, it's not a trick question because you can go either way, but do you think it's easier <laughs> to have a theme... Or no theme? Because on one hand, it crosses my mind, does the theme make it easier? Or does it make it rigid and people have to fit into that and then you have to find recipes that fit that? Actually, what I usually do, because there's certain areas that I take after Randy and I'm a little more organized. <laughs> when I have a theme, I usually come up with dozens of suggestions. Okay. So that people can, they don't have to use any of them. But... Um, I usually put, well, here are my thoughts, or here's some stuff I found if anybody finds it useful. This is in, in terms of like inviting people over for maybe a potluck or something? Yes, because in today's budget world and time constraints, very few people can afford to invite 10 or 15 of their, their closer friends over and pay for everything. And a big, huge sit-down dinner and everything. I agree with you. And a big, huge sit-down dinner. And then um, you can do it a few ways. You could have, like, 
pull this out of the hat and you, you know, you're going to bring the appetizer, you're going to bring the whatever, or you can have a sign up sheet where first comes first serve, you know, that kind of thing so that you don't have 12 dips. Absolutely. <laughs> but the theme does help because, you know, there's a lot of things out there, you know, Christmas time, we, I like the magic. We could have a Harry Potter Christmas, right? There are hundreds of Harry Potter recipes out there. I do like the sign up list kind of a thing, like saying, Hey, 10 people, I want to have you come over. I will provide this. Here's, here's six things maybe people could bring. Bring your best, if you're me, buttermilk pie. <laughs> if or, you're, or your mashed potatoes. <laughs> or my mashed potatoes, uh, which, which I am famous for, which I took 30 years developing. Um, yes. But I do think that, that you know, it, it is fun that people bring their own thing. Or they can bring obviously bring a bottle of wine. You can have a, a signature cocktail to make things easier at the bar. Well, you know, the cool thing is talking about signature cocktails, especially if you're having maybe appetizers and drinks. And instead of, again, trying to foot the whole bill, have everybody bring a bottle over that's going to fit the signature cocktails. Also, another version of the same thing is have them bring it over at least the night before, pre-mix your cocktails, put them in those said mason jars I was talking about earlier. Oh, from the dollar all, store, all, you mean? Yes. Uh-huh. All Everything's mixed. The mason jars you can, of course, put in the fridge, but you can also put them in anything and put ice in it and put them down there. When I had my daughter's 21st birthday party here, um, that's exactly what I did. I pre-mixed it and I put these huge half-gallon jars down into the ice. People could reach it, pour it. I didn't have to play bartender all night. Which, by the way, is always a nice thing. If you can plan for your parties to have things just ready in there. And I know that sounds like common sense, but I've been to a lot of parties where people are busy the entire party, like making sure the food is done and they're getting that out. They're making sure cocktails are done. They're getting that out. And by the end of the night, they haven't enjoyed their company at all because they've been busy all night, like trying to be a really great host. So be a great host, but get it done in advance if you can. I completely agree. Part of having a party should be you having fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then making your guests do the cleaning up before they leave. I have to tell you, back when Michael and I still <laughs> lived in L.A., I want to say this is like 2000 uh, – no, not even 2000. When did I move here? 2004. Okay. Uh, I had to think when I moved to Las Vegas. Back in like 2001, 2002, and someone referred a caterer to us. And it was a small party. I, I want to say this was not a break your bank kind of party, but this is an idea. Because if you want to host a party and you want to do something really special, I think we hosted a party for something like 20, 25 people, and it was catered. And the caterer came to our house. They cooked the food in our kitchen. It included uh, the chef and a server. And because there were so few people, the server was really a team player and he would like answer the door and he took people's coats. And I think we paid something like a thousand dollars. Now, a thousand dollars might sound like a lot to some people, but we'd never had people over. The we were living in LA. These were all of Michael's high-end clients. It was an intimate party, but the food was being passed around. We didn't do anything. The whole thing went by without me even knowing it. Like I actually talked to all of my guests. It was the best money we ever spent on a party in many ways because the food was incredible, the service was amazing, and 
we were helping a small business make money during the holidays. We made it on a night that they didn't have something scheduled. So it, it, we weren't taking away from their bigger business. And it really kind of was the coolest thing ever, I have to tell you. Now, one more thing I want to get to before we go to our next song is when you have people over, now you have to entertain. What do you do? Well, there's some easy things you can do. Obviously, you can get out the holiday DVDs. And it seems like every, everyone we know has Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer or Santa Claus is Coming to Town or Charlie Brown Christmas. There's Miracle on 34th Street. It's a Wonderful Life, A Christmas Carol. Put them on. Now, what I'm saying is we don't have to have people over, all sit down on the couch and watch the TV, but just put it on. Some people will stare and watch it and go, oh, I love this moment, I love this moment. But it's something to put on to add to the atmosphere, in my opinion. You can sit down and watch, but sometimes it's just something to be there. And we can say, oh, I remember the first time I ever played this or the first time I ever saw this. Um, and I think it gets you in the mood. It reminds you, you know, obviously, Charlie Brown Christmas, when Linus explains what Christmas is really <laughs> all about, we just really take that to heart, I think. Right. Um, so that's easy. Somebody has that. And if you don't have them, every streaming service online right now, we've just moved ourselves from cable completely off. We've cut the cord. We have Hulu and Netflix and a couple of standalone apps on our Apple TV. And that's how we do TV now. And if you go look for these things, you've got these things available to you and on demand if you have cable. So you don't even have to spend anything to buy these things. Right. And while you're at it, you could make your favorite playlist mm -hmm. either on your iPod to plug in or do it on your YouTube and watch it through Apple or Fire Stick. You could have that on the background instead of videos or you could have the videos on on mute so people could still see their favorite moments while listening to music and talking. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of cable services, music services have like the holiday channel now. So you can do that for music. Um, easy. And you know what's always great about that? I, I know this is a no brainer, but I have to say whenever I'm at someone's house during the holidays and they have like music service on or something or Pandora or any of these things, you hear music that you don't ever here because you don't have it at home or something. Oh, that version of that song or that version of that song. Oh, I didn't think about that. Oh, it's something new. Because, you know, I play the 12, the same 14, I play the same 14 songs constantly <laughs> because I like them. <laughs> and if you read the, the Randy Report every single day, which you should, you know that I celebrate holiday music throughout the whole month of December. And I bring classics. I, I put new contemporary versions of things. And like the music tonight, I like to celebrate out singer-songwriters. So it's all about switching it up every now and then. So sometimes when you use those services or you go through YouTube, you're finding things that you haven't seen in a while or you haven't heard, and you go, oh, my God, I love this. The other thing I think you can do is is when you invite people over and you, you have a gathering, so you can sit and you can have your TV shows on or your holiday specials. But the other thing you can do is organize an outing out there because for instance i just accompanied michael he had the the chippendales as listeners know michael is a big time publicist here in las vegas and he represents uh the chippendales he represents human nature which is one of the biggest uh vocal groups from australia who are headliners here in las vegas and they were at the opening of opportunity villages magical forest and what that is is this 
charity event. It's like a big park, and there are all of these Christmas trees that have been decorated by different companies, and it's beautiful, and there's Christmas music playing. It, it's just a gorgeous forest of dazzling trees. There's like a little passenger train that people can like ride with their little kids. There's Boris the Elf's experience. There's a, a little mini roller coaster. There's food. There's entertainment. And you can go do this thing and totally get into the spirit of the holidays for $10. So now you're spending money. You're spending a big $10. But it's like I'm talking 30 Christmas trees in a forest that you walk through. Wow. And it's really beautiful. And there's and throughout the time that they have this up, um, by the way, it I mentioned Opportunity Village. Opportunity Village is a charity here in Las Vegas that helps um, disabled or challenged people. And they all work every day at this, and they make it a big, huge success. And I'm certain there are things like this in your town somewhere. So a lighting of a Christmas tree or this kind of a thing. Go do these things because don't just stay at home. Get out there. Go do something. Another thing you can do is like go to a Messiah sing-along. We all learned the Messiah when we were in high school, we were in church. You, you all know the words. Go to a Messiah sing-along or go see a local production of the Nutcracker with your local ballet company. Even if you're not a big dance person, it's just such a big holiday thing. It's going to get you in the mood. And all of this is about finding the mood and the happiness of the holidays for me. Yes, you can politely stalk a group of carolers and sing along with them. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's awesome, Candy. Just walk up and just start singing with them. I love you for that. <laughs> and speaking of singing, let me go to our second Christmas song of the night. This is from indie singer-songwriter Rod Thomas from Wales, who goes by the name Bright Light, Bright Light. I featured his music several times on the Randy Report with his songs, I Wish We Were Leaving with Elton John. That's a duet that he did, I Wish We Were Leaving, that he sang with Elton John. Um, his song, New York Pretty, There Are No Miracles, I Believe. I think he's terrific. And this year, he's released an EP called Cinematography 3. And it's a holiday EP. And this is his version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Have yourself a merry little Christmas Let your heart be light And from now on Our troubles will be out of sight
together. If the fates allow, hang a shining star upon the highest bough, and have yourself a merry little Christmas. And that is Bright Light, Bright Light's version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Wow, that voice. Ah, isn't that gorgeous? I, I'm yes. a huge fan of him as an artist. I'm glad you liked. Now, let's talk travel tips. Because one of the things I really want people to take away from this show is that we can kind of reduce some of the stress of the holidays. And obviously, one of the big stresses is traveling. So, yes. It's a big thing. Um, the first thing I want to say is, you know, everybody wants to get home to their to their loved ones or whatever. They go in and they go to Expedia or they go to Travelocity or they they put in their dates and, and they go, oh, my God, this is going to cost me a fortune. I can't possibly go. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> right. And one of the things I want to say is if you can, it's an obvious tip, but avoid those peak times like don't travel on Christmas Eve, please, folks. And do not travel on the day after Christmas because everybody wants to fly in the day before and fly out the day after. Don't do it. One of the things I love about these travel websites is that you can, if you check a box that says flexible dates, it'll bring up a calendar and it'll show, oh, you want to fly on Thursday, but if you can fly on Wednesday, you can save $100. Well, look at that. Take, take it into account. Sometimes for some people... For instance, I'm flying my brother in for Christmas. I do every year from Texas. And this helped me out because we're not really on a set schedule with getting my brother Gary here. So I use that that little flex travel thing to help me find, and I saved like $150 by flying him in three days before Christmas, and he's flying out two days after New Year's. You know, he's going to be here for 10 days, and we, we saved like $150, $180 by having flexible dates. So I just want to make sure, folks, don't if you can, don't be too married to your dates because it can be a big help. Also, reduce your luggage. Yes. I am a really bad packer, as in I, I want everything. and I <laughs> so. But there's these really great videos you can find on YouTube now, and they'll show you how to put like a week's worth of clothing into a thimble. I mean, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's an awesome idea. Are these really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, not quite that small, but I mean, they can show mm -hmm. you how to pack two or three days worth of clothing in what would fit in like one day's spot. Sure. It's, it's amazing the way they do things. Well, you know, I was going to say, uh, one of my big travel tips always is carry on luggage, carry on luggage, carry on luggage. Don't check anything. If you're, you're, you are really tempting fate, and you know, obviously a lot of this is common sense, but you need to hear it, folks. You tempt fate when you, when you check luggage, especially, oh my gosh, we're going to the dark side now, if you have connecting flights. 
You are tempting fate to to think during the holidays that your checked luggage is going to make your connection. God forbid there's bad weather or something. So carry on luggage only if you want. I have to tell you, my husband has been to Australia with with his with his carry-on bag and his roller that he puts in the in the overhead compartment for 10 days. He's been to Australia with just that. If he can do that, you guys can. Yeah. He's really serious about that. <laughs> He's really serious. <laughs> just I know I am trying to sit here and picture how Michael packed what I know Michael wants <laughs> yeah. into only that for 10 days. Well, the other thing too about carry-on luggage is make sure you have your things the things you need. If you are on medications that you have to take, you do not want to put those things in checked luggage because God forbid, you know, that's a, that's just bad news waiting to happen. The other thing is I want to say if you can, now I'm not a morning person, but I'm going to give you this tip because it's important. Get the first flight out if you can, and I'll tell you why. Chances are when you take the first flight out, like I'm talking 6 a.m. folks, and I'm not right. that I, that's a lot of coffee to get me there. But if you can take the first flight out, that means the plane got there the night before and has been sitting there. You will not be late because the plane has probably been sitting there for five or six hours. Your flight will probably leave on time because your plane has been sitting there for five or six hours. Ideally, you want your 6 a.m. flight direct to where you're going, which is not a lot of fun. But it will ensure you get where you're going on time, most probably. You can always take a nap on the flight. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And I tell you what, if you can take those early flights on a weekday, especially like Tuesday to Thursday. Oh, you're right. A lot of times they have empty spots in first class. And if you are really nice to those boarding people, they will bump you up. I have been one of those nice people. And I've like... Ah, uh, me too. Yes. And they, <laughs> they will, you know, sometimes they will. And, you know, you're going to have more seats. And often when you go look at those flights... Uh, for instance, it's always so easy on Southwest Airlines uh, if you look at if you go looking at their dates. And I promise you, every single time that first flight of the day is the cheapest flight, the cheapest flight. You're going to save money. You're going to have better seat choice, and it's just going to be easier all around. Also, and we don't always do this, but look for the alternative airport. For instance, in L.A., we have LAX, we have Burbank Airport, and we have Orange County Airport. So if you're going to end up in the valley anyway, in the San Fernando Valley, where I used to live, I lo first of all, I love Burbank Airport. It's a small airport, but it's, it's a major airport, like big planes come in, and it was 10 minutes from my house. So Burbank Airport was gorgeous. If you're going to be further out, Orange County, John Wayne Airport, might be – Closer to where you're going anyway, and it, it might be cheaper. The same thing in New, New York City, for instance. We have LaGuardia. We have JFK. We have Newark. Check all three because where you're going, there might be a cheaper flight into one of those, and maybe you can take public transportation easy in a city like New York and save some money. That's a great idea. And, you know, a lot of cities have more than one airport. Um, the other thing I have to tell you in this day and age, please Charge your electronics, your phones, your tablets before you go to the airport because you never know if there's a delay. If, God forbid, all these things that Candy and I have mentioned haven't helped you out and you're sitting at the airport for a couple of extra hours, at least you – and you're fighting over the outlet 
on the wall with the 12 year old. Right. (laughs) (laughs) At least you have your charged phone, your tablet, and you have your headset and you can like be watching something on Netflix or you can watch something that you've loaded on your phone just to entertain you, to keep you calm and all, all that kind of a thing. Just think of those things. Just think of those things. Right. And if you couldn't get a straight flight and you have to have one of those connecting ones, I suggest a backup charger. Oh, I agree completely. Absolutely. You never know. You never know. And if you do have to do a connecting flight, one thing I want to say is if you can route your connection through a southern state, because chances are a southern state will have better weather than New York City or Chicago or. That's true. You know, so just in it, because sometimes that bad weather might affect someone else, but not you if you're flying through Houston or Atlanta as opposed to Chicago or New York. So think about that. Plus we have sweet tea. That's right. (laughs) One other topic I want to touch on is don't forget to take care of yourself during the holidays. When you're decorating, when you're entertaining, when you're planning, when you're traveling, when you're shopping, don't forget to take care of yourself because There's no need to stress during the holidays. And a lot of times we're so used to, oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do this. I have to buy this. I have to buy this. I have to get to the mall. Oh, my God, the mall. I haven't been to a mall in years, can I tell you? It's just so stressful. So just a few things about taking care of yourself for the holidays. For instance, when it comes to cooking and you're entertaining And I know Candy will agree with me on this. Stick with the tried and true. Don't think of you're going to jump into this brand new Martha Stewart recipe for the first time (laughs) on the day that you're having a big Christmas party. Because what if it doesn't land? But I'm betting if you're someone like Candy, you have those tried and true recipes that you know everyone loves. You know you can knock out. This is not the time to try something new. You know, I do, but I have uh, an admission to make. If I'm going to make a new recipe for the holidays, a couple weeks before that, all my friends get fed the recipe about a half a dozen times. <laughs> so they get attempts number one, two, and three. Try this. No, try this. What about that? <laughs> yes. The other thing I think is, folks, make a list for yourself because I, I'm formerly blonde, as I, I admit often. <laughs> And I can get lost in things and forget to do things. So if you just make a list, and, and adults do this all the time, and I try and join the adults every now and then, make a list so you know, oh, what do I have to do? What haven't I done? Oh, I've got this, 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 and this, and this done. It really will help you stay planned. It'll also help you know what you've accomplished, and you'll stay calm about things. Listen to the holiday songs that you listen to, and it talks about Silent Night, Holy Night. It's all about the calm. <laughs> right, The right. calm. And y- you know, they have apps on your phone for that. They do. Absolutely. I have a great app called Color Notes, and I have all my little blurbs about what books are going to come up on there. But I also put my grocery lists on there and all kinds of things because you can just tick it off, and then you're done. And I don't have to worry about, now, where did I write that paper down at, and where did I put it? And, you know, the other thing is... Give yourself permission to prune back on that to-do list. Make the list and go, you know what, I don't want to do all of that. I know I usually do this and the family expects this and blah, 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 blah. But it's okay to not do everything. Give yourself permission 
to enjoy the holidays yourself. Don't think that you have to carry the entire month of December on your back for your entire family, your set of friends. You know, prune that stuff back. And remember, there's always more wine. There's always more wine. Absolutely. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. And along those same lines with, with planning, this is just one thing I've learned because I was so bad at it for many, many years. There I would be on Christmas Eve, and I would be wrapping presents. I'd be wrapping 18 presents, and it's so many. And I just start doing the same thing. And, and I'm in the, the guest bedroom because Michael can't see, and I'm having to do all this stuff. I'm like, oh, I hate wrapping presents. My presents are always wrapped at least a week beforehand. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> just, well, wrap I as you go. Like, I actually like wrapping presents. Do you? Oh, God bless you. It's fun for me. I enjoy I hate the that we creativity. don't live in the same town. I, would just I know because you... I could just come wrap your presents and you'd be happy and so would I. Oh, more wine. Absolutely. Wrap as you go. Wrap as you go, folks. Bring it home. Pour a glass of wine and go wrap a present or two. Or, now, some of the department stores that have wrapping, yes, even still white stuff there, you wrap. And what you might not know is a lot of the people that work there are retired and they're making a little extra holiday money. Absolutely. There are a lot of places that do the free wrapping thing. Let them do it. Let them do it. I want to say, you know, we were talking about planning the parties and, and the food and everything, but what happens at the end of the night with the food and the entertaining? You have dishes. Nobody wants dishes. So what about we go to Candy's favorite, the dollar store, and you actually use paper plates. There is nothing wrong with this. So you know what happens at the end of the party when you have paper plates? You throw them away. Do you know how many plates you have to wash when you do that? None. You know, another thing I have to say, for saving yourself uh, stress, mental stress, use online shopping. Because a lot of these online shopping places, and we're going to get to Candy's favorite in a minute, I know, because we've already mentioned it. Um, <laughs> these online shopping places have free shipping. so And you get the best prices. So I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Amazon Prime rocks. Yes, we, for many years on the Candy and Randy Show, we extolled the virtues of Amazon Prime. And yes. with Amazon Prime, and you, you get – do it monthly. You can do it monthly. You're right. And it's – Amazon Prime, you can order things. You get free shipping. You get very good prices. You don't even leave your house. It's the easiest thing in the world. So the day after Thanksgiving, you start shopping online. It all comes to you. You don't have to face the, the minions of the mall. It's just a big, huge lift off your shoulders. If there's a thing that you have in mind, just go ahead and order it on Amazon, and it comes to you. I love when the door knocks, and it's the people from Amazon. It happens three or four times a week at our house. We love it. When I was getting ready for my book signing at the Hard Rock July, Amazon brought everything to myself and a friend of mine that made all that author swag. But also, a lot of your little local shops have online services too. Yes. And though they can't compete with Amazon, maybe instead of buying somebody two or three gifts, you could buy them a little bit more expensive. But it actually goes back into the economy a lot more. I forget the percentage of when you shop at a local versus a chain, how much more money goes into your back into your local economy. But it's a lot, the differences. So think about shopping at those little places. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up because I am a big fan of shopping local, small businesses. This really is the economic engine of our country. 
it's just a win-win across the board when you do shop local. One of the things everybody should do is is take five or ten minutes and get out and take a walk. Get out in nature. I know it sounds simple, but research shows that even five minutes of outdoor activity promotes the release of endorphins. First of all, I love the word endorphins because it sounds like swimming with the dolphins. But <laughs> anyway, it promotes the release of endorphins, which acts like a tranquilizer on the brain. And one version of that activity, now we're going to tie this back to having people over for the holidays, is take your dog for a walk before the guests come over. Because what do you get? Yes. You get endorphins. The dog gets exercise, and he will probably be less likely to get too excited when the guests arrive. Boom, win, win, winner, chicken dinner. Yes, definitely. It's very true because um, even though I don't get to spend hours out of the barn every day, I do go out and feed. And for the last week and a half in Tulsa, 90% of the time, it's been just gray all day long. That's really depressing for me, but... Being able to spend what little time I do even outdoors feeding the horses and being around the nature and the animals has really helped me not get depressed this year. It really does. Being out in nature, connecting with the animals that we have in our lives, it really does help release a lot of the stress. And I can't, I can't stress that enough. I think it's very important. I agree because, again, this segment is talking about taking care of yourself while you're at it, having a glass of wine. Uh, Just one glass, though, if you're going to do this next, which is take a nice hot bath. Awesome idea with tea light candles. Tea light candles (laughs) are great. Those amazing bath bombs they show all the time. Love them. Those would be really cool. Love them. And if you get the ones with the little ring inside, you get a sparkly surprise. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, that's a really good idea because especially when, when we're talking about taking care of yourself, doing those special things for yourself, doing doing those things like a bath because I don't do that on on a regular enough basis and I should because it does de-stress us. It does help us take the edge off. And for the holidays, I mean, how romantical is it that you can like put tea lights and put some music on, take a long hot bath with a bath bomb and like you've just given yourself like an hour long vacation for a second. I used to do that all the time and listen to classical music. Yeah. I don't do it enough. That's I'm glad you mentioned yeah. that. It's a really, really good way to de-stress, take time for yourself, and enjoy the gorgeous music of the holidays. Well, this brings us to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. Thank you so, so, so much, Candy. Um, I loved our holiday episodes with the Candy and Randy show. Um, Me too. I should tell you, uh, I, I, during the days of the Candy and Randy show, we had some fun fun, fun times. And because we were making it up as we would go, I want to mention one of the things that happened was I remember when you're making up the game with your own rules as you go, one of the things that can happen is I remember one day, it was a sad day for America, uh, but there's a point to my story here. It was the, the passing of Annette Funicello. And Candy reached out the minute she saw the news and she said, oh my God, Annette Funicello died. America's sweetheart. We should do a radio show. And I said, oh, you're right. And in 20 minutes, we did some research really quick. We went on the air and we had 50,000 people listen to us. Yes. And 
that's not about bragging or anything, but it just shows the, the, the power of online radio and podcasting that when people move and, and we, we did these things together. And it was also this great team that Candy and I were, uh, and we still are on, on Facebook and everything. But, but we worked so well together, and it was, it was such a fun show. And I always think about that because the power of what we can do with this technology is really tremendous. And I, I always think back to so many shows that came out of our own minds. And when you have Sirius XM radio and major mainstream media out there doing their things, and then there's Candy and Randy, like thinking of something 20 minutes later, putting out there and 50,000 people listen to it. It was really an incredible thing. Yeah. Randy and I got a, a over a million lessons on our we shows. We did. We did. Can yeah. you believe that? A million listens. So yeah. I love that we have this little holiday reunion. I, I just, Candy, I love hearing her voice. Isn't it sexy, folks? You should see her. She's gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you very much for inviting me. I, you know, I love talking to you. I love doing the show. And of course, when we get to talk about your husband, too, that's just even better. Him and then he butt. threw in the Chippendales. So <laughs> I'm in trifecta mode over here. I want to remind everyone that you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com where I cover politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. I want to close this special holiday edition of The Randy Report with Candy Fox, with our favorite singer who we used to highlight often on The Candy Show, award-winning out singer-songwriter Matt Zarley. This is his cover of the Mariah Carey song, Miss You Most at Christmas. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for being here, Candy. Say goodnight. Goodnight. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and see you next time.
except for you and I. Oh, I miss you most at Christmas time, and I can't get you, get you off my mind. Every other season comes along, and I'm alright, but then I miss you. Until the snow begins.